Hello and welcome to Mastermind Growth, where we share the wisdom, the stories and the insights from business owners. My name is John Cashy Rice and I have the pleasure to be your host for this week's podcast. I'm your local Federation of Small Business Membership Advisor, meeting and supporting business owners from all industries. Today we have Alex with us. Hello, Alex. How's it going? You all right, John? Yeah, good, thanks. Thanks for joining us, taking time out to do this. Not a problem at all. So tell us about your business. So, where do you want to begin? Uh, right from the start, I guess. Go for it. Um, yeah, well, I mean, I was uh, a cricketer, played cricket at, at a decent level. And um, I was sick and tired of working for my boss that I had at the time. Um, so, I kind of started off making cricket bats um, in 2014, grew that quite quite well and then one night I was just lying in bed and I was like I want to leave the job full-time and go into to what I was doing but obviously it wasn't earning enough money for me to do that so I thought about buying out another company and I did a, a Google search for a clothes company because clothing goes into every single sport and um, yeah you know six months later bought a clothes company and kind of taken it from where it was, um, which wasn't a great company at the time, um, and just exploded it to as, as big as I possibly can. And we've been going for four and a half years, but it just feels like I'm getting started. So <laughs> yeah, it's a bit, of a, a bit of a weird one, really. So what are some of the challenges you faced over the time? Because you make it sound so easy when you talk at it in sort of like, I started this. So. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, the, the challenges were, obviously, I, I got into this because my personal life, it's a major challenge. And at the time, I just thought, well, if I'm going through rubbish in my personal life, I might as well make it worthwhile and, and kind of go into business. And look, I mean, you don't run a business by yourself. A lot of people come in and give you advice and give you help and you learn things along the way. And for me, I've been extremely blessed by having people at critical times through my journey who have stepped in, helped, given advice, and and you know uh, some have stayed with me on my journey, and others have have left. And unfortunately, we're no longer friends. Um, but I think the biggest challenge has been for me personally is the responsibility of having staff. And for me, the biggest thing was um, always making sure that you've got enough orders in to make sure that you pay your staff on time. And for me, that was my biggest fear, is taking on a whole bunch of people with a salary that you have to guarantee every single month that you've got to pay. And um, we've managed to keep that, obviously always keep our, our staff employed and keep the work coming. But for me as an individual, that's been my biggest challenge um, is that thing. Because you can always, you know, when it's yourself, you, you don't care, you know, like, oh, okay, I've, you know, I've almost lost my house, my mortgage on my house four times over the last four years. But I didn't care if I lost my house because I always knew that the business would eventually be in a place where I could buy a house. Um, but when you have the responsibility as of other people's putting food on their table, um, that becomes a, a big, scary monster, really. 
I think a lot of uh, business owners listening to this can resonate with that. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. so do you have any tips for dealing with that? Um, um, pressure? I, I don't know. I think my, my, my personality is I thrive under pressure. So the more pressure I'm under, the better I seem to do. Um, so um, basically I've just had a lot of people that have, have helped me out in terms of that, you know, we've got a lot of customers um, I've built my brand based on reputation, not based on advertising. It's been a lot of organic uh, word of mouth. Um, we, we, when I, the first year that I started um, and took over the company, we got um, uh, a team called the Bristol Pitbulls, which is an ice hockey team. Um, and there's a gentleman that owns, owns them. And him and I just clicked and he went to every team that he played against and just started saying, use these guys. They're really, really great. And over a period of time, we then managed to sign uh, Manchester Storm, um, who is one, one of the, the bigger ice hockey teams in the UK. And again, the guy that owns them is exactly the same. He's just put word of mouth out about how good we are that, you know, that we don't lie a lot of my competitors will promise a certain turnaround and never deliver on that turnaround. We've always been, you know, we'll deliver it in four weeks' time and we try to deliver it in three weeks' time and get a good reputation because we do that. Um, a customer will come in and just go, hey, can I please have one shirt by next week? And we make sure we deliver on that. And by doing that, over a period of time, we've had the reputation to be able to grow and grow and grow. Now, when we take on, you know, we've got uh, four members of staff and you've got four salaries to pay, we're lucky enough that our reputation has always pulled in customers at the right time. So it might sound like I'm winging it in terms of, of business, um, but I think we've built a solid reputation where even though some months we might not have a guaranteed an amount to pay the, the wages, but because of the reputation, we've always had a lot of customers come in that we weren't expecting. And we've managed to never miss, you know, a payment in terms of, of uh, my employees. We've missed payments on suppliers and stuff like that, but you build, re you build relationships with your suppliers and, they kind of help you and grow with you in terms of that. So we use a lot of fabric. We buy a lot of fabric in and over the years, we've always been behind on things like that. But because of the relationship that I've got with them, they've always allowed us to have more than what we, we could do. And we've always paid them back when I've said we would pay them back. So um, in terms of fears, I'm not really fearful of things too much and I don't know how to kind of verbally explain how I tackle those fears. It's more of a, I've got to go get orders and I've got to make sure that I deliver with the current client, the customer base so that they would spread word of who we are. Absolutely. And get customers. I mean, we've now this year because of COVID we've now gone into Canada, um, which is the biggest ice hockey markets in the world. And that's all based on reputation. And I know that once this COVID is, is kind of settled down and we get into the new norm, 
I know that my company is going to become an extremely massive uh, company because we've hit such a massive market. And I know that my reputation and my, my morals are on the level that we won't let people down. There's just no, no way that we can let people down. And, you know, we'll carry on doing that. And the orders will just get bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. And the company will grow and grow and grow. Yes. And that doesn't happen by accident, those relationships, the relationships with your customers, treating them right for the long term, not just for a short win. Treating your suppliers right. So it sounds like you put a lot lot of effort into building that relationships with everybody involved within the business, including your staff. No, definitely. And I think a lot of that is like, I'm not planning, you know, this, you can go on Instagram and you can see how many quick rich schemes there are and how many people just want to make a buck. You know, I'm not, I'm not worried about making money. I know that might sound mad, but I'm really not worried about making money. I'm more worried about a reputation. I'm more worried about, you know, in 20 years time, is my business still going to be around? Um, I'm mission driven more than I am money driven and I have built my company and I've set it up or companies. I've got, I've got five companies in total. So Dynamis is, is my main baby. Um, but I've got a lot of companies off of that. Um, but a lot of those are, are built in the terms of, we want to be around in 20, 30, 40 years time. I'm building this for my children and for my children's children. So, you know, I've got my son who works with me full time and I'm training him every day how to train his children so that, you know, there's a saying that goes, you know, it takes three generations to destroy a business. Well, for me, I'm making sure that my third generation, which will be my grandchildren, will not destroy this, will not destroy everything that I'm doing. So, um, that's my focus is making sure that the reputation of myself my business is all above board um, and people can rely on because if they can rely on you then you'll never lose a customer look we've lost customers um but we've always gone and we've always been like look i'm really sorry this has happened this is the situation why i've been as open and transparent as i possibly can but some people will walk away and some people will stay and we've had more stay than walk away i think i've only lost two customers in a period of, of um, four years. That's so, good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and a lot of them have also been because of handovers. So sports teams, they've got new managers in who prefer to go to a different supplier yeah. or, you know, a new, a new chairman's come in place and we haven't quite connected like the previous chairman. And, you know, those, those are the only two occasions that we've had. But everyone else, we'd like to think that we've got a, a good reputation and, people will stick with us fabulous so i love the story and the entrepreneurship and the passion and so so what tips could you share with us for running a business yeah i think that the biggest thing is basically a lot of people in business are extremely scared to if something goes wrong to basically reveal that something has gone wrong we live in a world where perfection is everything right you know, you go onto Instagram and it's just the perfect image. You go onto Facebook and it's always the, you know, I've done this today and I've done this and this is amazing and look at me. And I think, you know, people, people are starting to realize that perfection is impossible. 
And we live in this world where you make a mess and you think your life is destroyed because of that mess. I would say that my biggest asset is when I've messed up and I've messed up a hell of a lot, I've always gone to the customer and I've always said to them, my fault, completely messed up, you know, um, we are going to take full responsibility of that and we'll redo their, their order. Um, you know, we had an order not so long ago, which we really needed because obviously the current climate that we're in, you know, every single order matters. And I personally completely messed up the entire order and they received it and got into contact with me and said, now, Alex, this order is completely wrong. And I had to put my hands up and say, okay, look, you know, that's my fault. We'll either reimburse you or we'll redo the item. And they chose to redo the item and we put our hands up and we said it was our, our mistake. Same thing. Sometimes you promise a delivery order and they'll come to you and say, well, we need this by Friday. Okay, cool. I'll do that. Come to, come to Thursday to post the item and you haven't quite done the order. You have to get on the phone and say, look, I've personally messed up and take responsibility for it. And I think by doing that, people actually respect you more. I agree. I think that, you know, if you try to hide something, it's going to be found out anyway. Indeed. So for the long-term relationship, which is what we've been talking about throughout this uh, podcast is it's important. You know, if you say I want a good relationship, I'm going to be honest within it, even if it's detrimental to myself. Yeah. I think that people know, the customers know, look, we're going to go with this guy because even if he does mess up, he's going to take full responsibility for it. And I mean, we, we've, even, we've even taken responsibility for things that aren't our fault. And, you know, we've done, I've done that at, at some occasions because I was fearful that the type of customer that I was dealing with would go behind our back and talk badly because of us. So rather than going, no, this is actually your fault, I've put my hands up and go, you know what, we'll take responsibility for that. We'll change it, even though it was the customer's <laughs> fault. Yes. Just so that I know that that customer wouldn't go and talk bad about you. Um, because now he's got no ground to talk badly about you. Because actually, we've, he knows and I know that we've t we fixed a problem that he created and not that we created. Yeah. So it's, it's a doggy dog eat world sort of thing, but you've just got to learn to take the punches and through those punches, you will grow no matter what business you are in, you can be in anything. We're in clothes manufacturing, you know, Dynamis is a brand. One day I will split it up between manufacturing and a brand. Uh, my dream and, and passion has always been that, Dynamis will one day be up there with Nike, Adidas, Under Armour. You know, that's my drive. Um, so we won't be able to manufacture at that level. We will have to get other people to manufacture. Um, but at the moment, I have full control over that. So, you know, in, in terms of that, you've got to take full responsibility, um, no matter what industry you're in. Fabulous. Wow. And we'll, it's been a pleasure to be part of that journey. Yeah, I'm no, looking it's, forward to the future to find out yeah, what's going to happen. Uh, yeah, definitely. And you know, podcast is you know is a massive tool of mine personally. I listen to podcasts every single day, and I think what you're doing here is, is phenomenal. And 
you know, keep keep going and keep building and, and you know, audience just need to keep listening because these are real life situations and it's not people that are trying to make a quick buck, you know. You're taking your own time to be able to hold these podcasts and do these podcasts. You're not making any money off this. Um, you know, I'm, I'm surely not making any money off this. And this is just educational basis and people, education is free. You know, education is free. And it, it is, one of the things that triggered this podcast was uh, talk to people like yourselves because we, we were talking earlier in the year, weren't we? Um, we were, yeah. And I'm, I'm just loving the conversations and I'm thinking to myself, there must be a platform to share these great conversations I'm having with business owners who are innovative, problem solvers, very generous with their time. I think, yeah, I think that there's, there's a, a niche in the market for this, I think, and I think you found it. I mean, I follow a lot of podcasts, right? And a lot of them are big celebrities and you know they invite big celebrities to be on their podcast and you know a lot of these guys are you know fortune 500 companies and and they're massive and you get a lot of information from them but you always i always walk away with the how do i get from where i am now to there yes what's the middle ground where's the middle ground and i think for me i've just been digging through the dirt to try find the middle ground. But I think if I can just give as much information as I possibly can for someone who might be one step behind me, but yet my step will help them overtake me, then that's great. That's abs- I've done my job to be able to help the next generation or the next person or whoever it is. You know, I'm on this journey and I don't have nowhere near the answers that some people have. But I do know I'll get there. I might get there slower than someone else. Or I might get there quicker than someone else. But I think podcasts like this is perfect because I'm by no means a millionaire yet. And I'm not a billionaire yet. But, you know, I know that there's a lot of people who want to get there. And if they want to join the journey with me, hey, let's do it. And you're someone that has come along. You've given me advice. You know, when we signed up with Federation of Small Businesses, which was a massive thing for me, um, that was a great asset and spending time with you was, was perfect for me. So, you know, podcasts like this is, is brilliant because it's, it's just, yeah, brilliant. Thank you, Alex. That's very kind of you to say so. So if there's somebody listening to this and maybe they just want to talk to you a bit about entrepreneurship or they're interested in getting a kit made for their team yep. or find out other things, how would they contact you? Yeah, so um, obviously we've got our web page, which is uh, dynamis-sports.com. Um, or there's Facebook, if you just uh, search Dynamis Sportswear. Instagram, um, Dynamis Wear. Um, sales at dynamis-sports.com. Um, my, uh, my own personal one on Instagram is just Alex Marshall Styles, S-T-Y-L-E-S. Um, so those are places that you can you can follow me, see my journey, watch, watch my companies. Um, yeah, that's fabulous. I will put that on our website, so if, uh, so people can click Perfect. straight through. Thank you ever so much for sharing your stories and your tips and your insights with us. Really appreciate that. No, brilliant. Thanks very much for your time, John. And if you know of any other business owners or entrepreneurs that would be great to be interviewed, do let me know. I will do, hundred percent. Thank you. Thank you. My name is Big John Cash Rice. This is a podcast for business owners by business owners. Until next time, talk to you soon. See you later, Alex. Bye. Yes, thanks. Bye. 
The Federation of Small Businesses with practical help for business owners such as the Funding Platform. The FSB Funding Platform offers FSB members direct access to hundreds of business funding options with a single application. We help you find the right funding for your business, saves you precious time and lower the overall cost of the finance. Any questions, contact me at john.cassidy-rice at fsb.org.uk.